This is another episode of Main Corpse. I am your host, Matt. And I'm Kelsey. This is Kelsey. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. All right, welcome back to Main Corpse. Welcome back. We have an amazing surprise that I feel like myself and Kelsey are both equally as excited about um, for you guys today with our food option. Um, I'll, you know what? Normally I say, hey, Kelsey, what are we having today? But I'm going to I'm going to say what it is. Um, we are trying an Disappointment. MRE. We are. <laughs> We are trying an MRE. So there is a reason that we're eating an MRE today because we are going to be talking about a story that is very military centric today. Um, I think you're going to be a little surprised by what I chose, but we'll we'll see. Um, so in honor of that, we are going to eat like soldiers today and we are going to try MREs. So the MRE that we got is a pork bar, no beef barbecue, sorry. Um, and it came with barbecue puffs, like a little chip. Um, yeah, it came with puffs. yeah, protein puffs. It came with crackers, grape jelly, and uh, dehydrated coffee and it applesauce. Actually, doesn't smell different than Lloyd's barbecue. Okay, all right. So you know, funny thing is, and I only know a lot about these because I I listen to the dude on YouTube that tries these. Yeah, a lot of big companies actually make these, so it actually could be Lloyd's barbecue. Smells um, like Lloyd's. Yeah, it probably is. So let's give this a shot. That's a horrible texture. It tastes like burnt cardboard. It does taste like burnt cardboard. Yeah, I'll give you that. It tastes like uh, somebody <sighs> soaked cardboard <laughs> in barbecue sauce and gave it to us. I'm going to try one more bite just to uh, confirm, just to that, it confirm like... that it tastes terrible. I'm going to do a big bite this time. I'm right. so happy for you. I am... This applesauce does not look anything like sauce. It is apple water. Yeah, the beef barbecue. Flavor's um, fine, though. Immediately forgettable. I don't need that in my it life. It isn't forgettable. I'm actually really mad that I'm trying an MRE right now. I think it's fun. All right. Here is um, a crepe jelly on my cracker. Okay. Um, yeah, the applesauce. I tried it. It's pretty good. It's not bad. I kind of It's I at least like sweetened. It, it yeah. could have been so much worse. All right. So I'm going to try the cracker on its own while you try it with jelly first. That's the stalest cracker I've ever eaten in my life. Jelly's solid, though. The cracker tastes okay, though. The All texture right. is definitely stale, but the cracker itself doesn't taste bad. Um, okay. I would eat a full, like, ten of these before I touched that barbecue again. I 100%. Like sure. I would eat them plain before I ate that barbecue again. So let me try this grape jelly. Am I going to be impressed with the grape jelly? I really like it, actually. Mm. I know, right? I was really mad about the cracker, but I'm less mad about the cracker. Do you want to try one of these barbecue protein puffs? Dude, this is really good. I know. I'm... I, I actually like this. This is going to be one of those episodes where I munch on that the whole time we're doing this, and then Brittany's like, you guys really need to think about your chewing and your chew talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brittany. That's what you sound like in my head sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what Brittany actually sounds like. Not at all. That's also what Michael sounds like sometimes. That's oh, man. That cracker and jelly, I don't want to move past it. But no, we I really... To. Well, we've got more. Those crackers were okay. massive. So the protein... Barbecue puff. puff. Yep. I have bad news for Brittany. She's going to hear me chew the whole time. 
Those are good. Here's another one. Those are, like, legitimately good. I'm glad we didn't save, like, the main cores until the last at I know. this point. These actually have some heat to them. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. really well spiced. They have a good texture. Mm-hmm. They're a little Ooh. puffy, but they're super crunchy. It's like the texture of a Cheeto. Like the big fluffy ones. No, real talk. Like, I, if I were a soldier, I'd be like, I kind of hope I get that just so I get those little puffs. Yeah, but I would for sure trade this to Johnny for something else. Yeah, me too. Yeah, um, the beef can go away. And I love beef and I love barbecue. That's not good. It smelled really good. Uh-huh. We also have the lemonade pack. And the coffee for oh, dessert. Oh, I can't wait to try the coffee. I'm going to try that with a little bit of the jelly and the cracker. It's good. All right, let's see. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would do, and it's because I like it a little more concentrated, is take a swig of water before I mixed it. That's really good lemonade. It is. It's almost country crock. I think it might be. So far, this kit is only, like, one bad piece. Un- un- shame un- it's the main protein of course. It's like the entree. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. Okay, right. so we have the coffee, and we used just the coffee and the coffee mate that came with it. And the coffee mate, yeah. But I get these little coffee mates at hotels all the time, so... Mm-hmm. I don't like the powdered ones. I usually go with the cream ones, like the liquid ones. Sometimes you're in a hotel and you can't make a decision. Okay. Also, it's not a bad instant coffee. Oh, no. What? It's not bad. It's called Bill's Brew Freeze-Dried Coffee. That's good. It's damn good. Especially, like, for an instant coffee. That's a good coffee. I'm not mad about it. Me It's either. a little weak, but it... And you know what's funny is I, I only filled the mug halfway... You said it's weak, and I was like, I didn't even feel this all the way. I just, I did a little well, bit. I was going to say, yeah. I, I, I'm i shocked by this MRE. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I'm less mad now. I was really mad after I tried the, the beef. I was yeah. mad to start with, and yeah. then I was mad after I tried the she beef. Was, she was ready to throw me under the bus for choosing this. It was actually it was actually her husband who it came up with husband. the idea. It was my husband. Yeah, and, and he I came up with the idea. It. Yeah. Because he got a whole box of MREs for no good reason. <laughs> um, that's really good. Those those protein puff things, those can stick around for a minute. Have another one so that we can grate on Brittany's ears a little bit. Mm. I'm mad. Those are so good. It almost tastes like Snyder's barbecue on that. That is exactly what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. It tastes like their barbecue. Oh my god! And I love a. Snyder's Do you remember barbecue when they did a Snyder's barbecue, but it was the ripple? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. By the way, I apologize. You're gonna hear a crack. I need a drink of soda here. Okay. I'm gonna eat more of this cracker. It's really good. So while she gets more cracker, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into my story here today. And I told you guys it is very much military related. However, it's military adjacent because. The main portion of this story has to do with something that I tend to talk about a lot. Cults. It's another cult episode. Ah, yeah. It is another cult episode. All right. I almost went with a serial killer and an arms dealer. And then I had this one backburnered. And the more I looked into it, the more I was like, I need to tell this story. Because it is still sort of ongoing. What? Still sort of ongoing. Okay, we've got a theme. We do. So, here we go. Let's jump right into this. Have you ever heard of the House of Prayer Church? You know I haven't. Okay. 
So this is a church that operates Bible seminaries outside of military bases in Hinesville, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia, Tacoma, Washington, Colleen, Texas, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and San Diego, California. According to the Papers of Incorporation from the Secretary of State offices in those states, the local church reportedly opened the House of Prayer Christian Church Day School um, in 2015, and they teach grades kindergarten through 12th. They also advertise um, a teenage missionary group and a children's choir. So on the surface, they sound like a very, very basic church, right? They sound like a super basic church. However, something is a little bit odd about this church. I'm going to warn you ahead of time, there is no murder in this Ah. And the abuse that we're about to talk about is not what you expect. I'm going to say this. They have more to do with the military than just putting their churches near military bases. So the church began in 2003 when founder Roni Denise um, was serving as a minister at another church and started to break away from that church and while doing so recruited approximately 15 fellow ministers from all across the country who agreed to leave their churches and join him. He founded the House of Prayer Christian Church in Baton Rouge, Louisiana in 2004, but shortly thereafter okay, but moved the headquarters to Hinesville, Georgia. All right, I just have to say this. No one sees that as a little bit of a golden cow scenario. We'll get into that in just a second. All right, <laughs> Because fine. that's where this, this, where this is going, right? This is interesting. From the outside looking in, some local residents in Georgia, I actually got to watch some videos where the residents talked about this, because something wild happened with these churches in June of 2022, which we're going to get to. So in Amazing. some of those videos... Um, the local residents in Georgia are quoted as saying that it was weird and almost cult-like in the way that the members dressed, in the way that they acted, in the way that they um, talked to fellow um, community members. But there are also some people in those videos who point out that they know people who are part of the church and they seem like they just legitimately love their place of worship. Um, and nothing seems really amiss to them. Um, just throwing that out there. So again, from the outside looking in, um, some residents said it was weird. It was cult-like. Some said I knew the people, um, who were in those churches and, and they seem like they genuinely love their church. But just after the events of June, 2022, which again, we'll get to in just a moment, some former members have actually started speaking out about their experiences in the church. Um, this is a quote, um, from one of those people. We were obedient to the pastors because we were taught and trained to obey them um, and that they have role over us. Pastors have complete control over every aspect of our lives, even our finances. They ask for everyone's income and you had to tithe 10% of everything or otherwise you were considered to be stealing from God. God doesn't use that money. What's God need money for? His servants here on earth do. All right. It's, it's a fact. All right. Look, go look it up. Um, the church required its military members to tithe their entire reenlistment bonuses. 
Um, one of the members herself, last name Biles, I didn't find her first name, um, said that she gave the church her entire $400,000 life insurance plan from the military and is quoted as saying, ultimately, in my death, my, families would have got, my family would have gotten nothing um, and the church would have legally gotten everything. So the church requires you to give them your income, provide your income to them, um, and then they're going to force you to give up 10% of your income, as well as if you're an active duty military member, your entire reenlistment bonus um, and your entire life insurance policy. They're making bank. You should see their churches. They're big. They're huge for the amount of people that go to them. I mean, they're massive. Um, former members um, have gone on to describe um, uh, their leader as influential and charismatic. Biles said, um, we would gather around him like he had the most wisdom. We were just so hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Um, and he had such a way of teaching the wisdom of God. We would just sit down and listen to him for hours and hours because we thought that he was holy. Um, Denise grew, drew large crowds, um, said Arlen Bradeen, who's the co-author of the book House of Prayer, Den of Thieves, a memoir of my escape from a cult. Um, the churches were fairly small, 50 to 100 members. Now, that's a wild thing to think about because I'm going to show you a picture of one of their churches here in a bit. And you're going to be like, 50 to 100 people attend that? I mean, these things are mammoth. And I'm assuming, again... Just assuming, not not making any, you know. I'm assuming that was a way for them to hide some of their funds. Building the bigger churches, stuff like that, who knows. But um, the churches were fairly small and had 50 to 100 members. But we would travel to other churches around the country, said Bradine, who now lives in Washington State but formerly lived in Georgia. The attendance of the church would double. It would just boom when we would show up. Um, Julia Ellis, who was a military veteran, said the House of Prayer members tried to recruit her while on a bike ride with her 17-year-old son and 9-year-old nephew one evening um, in Hinesville. Ellis said a van with black and white stripes pulled up next to them. Someone stepped out of the van and invited her to attend a service at the Hineville House of Prayer Church. After Ellis declined their invite, they immediately turned to her nephew, who is nine years old, remind you, and um, asked him if he would like to attend. I said that I did not want to go, and then they tried to talk to my nephew, said Ellis. They said, hey, do you want to go to church? And I did not understand why they were trying to talk to him, especially after I said that I was not interested in talking to them. He's a child. Um, former members claim that Denise um, initially promised uh, the parish's independence, but instead kept a tight control over all of them using what's called a polycom system. Um, using it like a conference call, it would connect all of the churches at the same time, he said. Someone could be preaching or singing a song, and when the polycom rang out and you heard it through the PA system, everyone had to sit down and listen. So all of this reeks of 
one thing that most cults have in common. Yeah. Mind control. They want to control everything about you. They want to control your income. They want to control um, your thoughts. They want to control your actions. They want to control everything. Yeah, it's just domestic abuse and violence on a bigger level. Right. And um, the good news is, because they were doing this to military members on a major, major um, basis, a lot of their members were were ex-military, current military, um, the military has actually gotten involved with this. Well, yeah, because they're right. screwing with U.S. government funds. Exactly. Well, even more so than you think. We're going to get into I that here in just that. a moment. That's where the true crime really comes into play here. Um, so Biles, who formerly served in the National Guard, said the church recruited her um, at the Joint Base Lewis-McChord Library in Tacoma, Washington. We were commanded to do that. We could not disobey, Biles said, indicating that Denise targeted military members far from family and feeling vulnerable. Um, it's almost like a predator-prey type scenario, she said. He also targets them because they have a steady income and they're always paid the same amount. Um, once they become a church member, um, they would be obedient. If they weren't, they could openly be rebuked and humiliated in front of everybody. Um, soldiers at Fort Stewart near Hinesville alleged that the church was targeting military service members there. One soldier said in a meeting, uh, said a meeting was held recently in their barracks to inform them that there was a church attempting to recruit soldiers for their congregation. Um, Lanisha Cunningham, who's married to a soldier stationed at Fort Stewart, said the members of the church approached her. Um, she said, I felt pressured. They just tried to pressure you to come to their church, even if you would say no. So again, it's, it's at this point in 2022, it's starting to come to the, it's starting to become very evident mm -hmm. that, that they are coming after military families. And what was found out later on is absolutely insane. So far, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts. First, it makes sense. Like, it's a solid business plan. Mm -hmm. The only thing they didn't think of is they're trying to have ownership over military members. And Uncle Sam already owns them, and he's not going to like that. Exactly. Yes, because there there are a lot of people, and again, I'm not including this in the episode because it's pure conjecture. There are a lot of people that talk about um, mind control in mm -hmm. the military, about how they break you down and rebuild you and all that stuff, and how it, how it could potentially make you more susceptible to fall for other forms of people attempting to control you. So, yep. again, I won't say that's a fact. I don't know enough about psychology um, but it, it kind of, it kind of plays a little bit. It do make sense though. Makes a little bit of sense. So now let's talk about June 23rd of 2022. On June 23rd of 2022, the FBI served simultaneous search warrants on at least six House of Prayer Christian churches in Fayetteville, uh, How Georgia, many were there? Washington, Texas, and California. How did these get so big? When you have that military money coming in, and you're about to hear how it got so big, because this was smart. This was very smart. 
The FBI, to this point, has declined to say if the searches were related um, or if they were connected to any particular case. Um, the group operates 11 churches total near U.S. military installations and is accused of scamming veterans out of their education and disability benefits. This what? is big. A letter was sent to the Veterans Administration by the Veterans Education Success uh, Group. Which accuses the cult, uh, which accuses the group of being a cult, and asking and asking that the abuse of the GI Bill program by the House of Prayer Christian Church Bible Seminaries be investigated. Veterans Education Success Works, um, so sorry, veteran Veterans Education Success works to ensure the success um, of military connected students who are using their GI Bill and other federal educational benefits, and to weed out waste, fraud, and abuse. And that's oh, according no. to the website. Um, what's really sweet about this is they have made their statement, and their request public. So we know exactly what they accused the church of. And I'm going to go through some of those right now because this is really interesting. This is wild. Among dozens of allegations in the 11-page letter that was sent out in August of 2020, former members of the church reportedly told the Veterans Education Success Group that House of Prayer deceives the VA during inspections and targets veterans in order to access their GI Bill funding, VA disability compensation, and VA home loans. They were literally siphoning off of all of those programs, reportedly. Oh, dang. They lied to VA inspectors about how much time students spend in class telling inspectors students were in class uh, when instead they were out recruiting new members or doing other work for the church. They lied about the percentage of veteran students attending the classes to make it seem like more civilians attended. Which is wild. They lied about the number of students attending one program approved for GI Bill funding by stating that all students in different states attended that one approved program. So what they were doing is setting up these seminaries mm -hmm. and they were siphoning money off of the GI Bill benefits and not not holding legitimate classes. So they were getting all of these payments and they were not actually they were actually sending the soldiers out to recruit. They were putting them all in in bogus classes. It, it's completely ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. That's um, amazing. It's in, it's wild that they didn't get caught before. I don't know how they didn't. I, I'm so confused. You said 2020. Yeah, this was 2020. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so charges, uh, they charge. So they also uh, all of these things I'm telling you now are what were what were sent. Um, this is what they're saying. This is what they allege that this church is doing. They claim that they charge significantly higher tuition to VA students. Um, quote, civilians were given in-house grants to reduce the price or were later reimbursed if they paid full price. By contrast, student veterans were billed the full price of tuition. Students giving the GI Bill paid from five, between 500 and 900 per month. 
um, they misled the VA about teacher college degrees and salaries when teachers only had certificates and were not paid. They didn't even have legitimate teachers. Well, of course they didn't. Um, they, they also state that they required students who were supposed to be in class to recruit new members, telling them to specifically target young soldiers and military spouses alone who, who have young children. They, they are also accused of changing class names or reteaching material to keep students enrolled longer. For example... This is a quote. For example, the church had a class called the Book of Moses. The church broke up the course into five separate classes, each covering about five books, the letter states. Students who took the original Book of Moses course were required to take the five separate classes even though they covered the exact same material. This allowed the church to continue to collect tuition money. So they put them through one course that covered all of the material and then they changed the name of it and broke it up into five courses and then had them take all five of those courses. How? When did this church start? The early 2000s? Uh, 2003 is when they broke away. 2004 is when they became an actual church. This Mm -hmm. is ridiculous. And we're not even close to done yet. Let's continue with all the crazy things they did. Students. 2020, someone's out there breaking the Zodiac cipher and Uh figuring out that this isn't really a church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're bored at home and we need things to do. Um, They allowed students to deplete their education benefits and never receive a completion certificate. One student attended classes for 10 years in three different states. Another for 12 years in Georgia. Both exhausted their benefits and never received a certificate. The letter goes on to state, um, it is highly unlikely that receiving a certificate from the church's Bible seminary um, would benefit students in any way. Um, A certificate would only allow graduates to preach or teach at those churches um, and Bible seminaries. The letter also alleges that women were prohibited from preaching or teaching in the church, even though they used their benefits to attend the same classes as the men. The credits are also non-transferable to other schools. Big shock there. So, yeah, they they also allowed women to take the same classes. And even if they magically got their certificate, they weren't allowed to preach there. See, anywhere, anywhere that's afraid of the ability and power behind a woman, that's how you know. Mm -hmm. That's how you know. Yeah, it's messed up. All right. They also manipulated veterans into donating their VA disability compensation to the church and coached veterans on how to lie to get 100% disability ratings. The church allegedly told members that people were sinners and their lies to the VA were right with God. Veterans were often required to make a variety of payments, such as weekly offerings, monthly offerings, electric bill offerings, soul-winning offerings, which I'll get to in just a moment. And the letter states, many veterans were even allegedly told that God blessed you with the disability compensation so you can give your time to him and not worry about working a regular job. This is stupid. Yeah, this is wild. This is this is dumb. Now, here's another one. They also engaged in mortgage fraud. 
By taking out loans in parishioners' names and forging signatures with the use of in-house notaries. The ability to perpetrate such fraud was because the church had access to the students' social security numbers and other personal information. Why did the FBI raid them? I'm no confused. Reason. Yeah, who knows? No reason. So that is everything that the letter um, bears out. There are some other things that I want to talk about. I'll get to those after I'm done with this because I only have one other th short thing to talk about, and that is their soul-winning program. Um, the church is accused of the practice of soul-winning. The report noted soul-winning and this is a quote from the report. Soul winning is an organized event coordinated, coordinated by the church's clergy. Five days a week, individuals are paired up and sent out to recruit new members on or around military bases. Students would recruit at post exchanges, barracks, and on-base housing. Um, the church dispatched students who were still active duty to go on base in uniform to recruit. Higher-ranking members would often coerce lower-ranking individuals to attend the church. So if you were above other people, you were told to use coercion and use threats to get them to attend the church. Good. Good. I like that. And right now, this is all I have on them. Um, they were... They were um, they were raided in 2022. Good. Um, a few, about a week after that, lots of former members finally started to kind of step out of the shadows and talk about what had happened uh, to them. There's also, as you heard, a book about this, uh, which I am definitely going to read because honestly, the internet does not have a lot of information on this. And I, I haven't seen other podcasts covering it. I, I really haven't. So when I found this one, I, I had to talk about this because they are still active. They are still um, an active church. If you are a military member and you are stationed in one of these places, please, please, please use caution around these people. Um, I cannot sit here and, and say that they are scam artists. So I can't say I, will. I can't say things like they are definitely 100% scam artists. Um, I can't say they are definitely 100% going to defraud you and take your money from you. I can't say that they are they are going to play on your vulnerabilities. I can't say any of those things, but I sure would like to. Um, if you'd like to cut this to where I am saying those things, that's not my fault. Not my fault. So watch yourself around them because... I've also done a little bit of deep diving on some forums about this group, and there's some other really troubling stuff um, around their treatment of children. I won't go into details, but you can just let your mind wander on that, uh, because again, it is all it is it is purely speculative. Even though it is coming from former members, I still won't say it. Um, there are also some things around their women and the way that they house women who are um, who are you know permanent members of their church and the way that they treat them. Uh, but again, I won't get into it. If you would like to do your own investigative reports on or your own investigation on this, please go do it. Um, if any more comes out about them, I will do another episode. I'll do a follow up. But um, anytime, especially that there's an active cult like this. Um, even if you don't want to call them a cult, they're a church that is scamming people and they're taking their money and they're taking their ability to live. And let's be honest, guys, 
Um, a lot of veterans who come out of active duty end up living on the streets. They end up with drug problems. Um, and and they have a, they have a lot of things stacked against them already. A group doing this to them um, <clears throat> is the last thing that they need. Um, I have a lot of friends who are veterans. I have a lot of respect for people who um, who have served, and I don't want to see them taken advantage of. So please, please, please be aware because this is a very shadowy organization, and I have a feeling that they operate other churches besides those eleven, and there might be one really close to home for us. Really? Yeah. I'll talk to you about that later because I'm not going to say it on here because I don't want anything to tip the tip what I what I heard. But, you know, we can talk about that later. But, again, if you are active duty, if you have family who are active duty or veterans who live in those locations, please, please, please reach out to them and just give them a quick heads up. Chances are very good the military already has, but hearing it from you um, might might make it even more real for them. So protect your loved ones because this is this is wild. Um, they could really hurt their future. That's all I have for today. Um, do you have anything you'd like to add? I'm so genuinely upset with this entire thing. Like so genuinely upset with this. Mm-hmm. Damn! If we just like I don't know actually did what we needed to do to assist veterans, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be as susceptible as they are to things like this, and that's just it's bullshit. Absolutely, because there there are legitimate seminary schools out there that you can go to and you can get a great education in more things than just religion. Yeah. Um, there, there are some great schools. I'm sure there. I'm sure there there are groups that have good lists of, of legitimate schools you could go to where you could spend your time and your money and and put your passion to work. I, I'm not saying that it's wrong to, to want to go to a seminary school or anything. No, not at all. Um, and I won't I won't talk about how I feel about tithing anyway. But Right, right. Same. I'll leave that alone. But there are legitimate places that you can go and you can spend your time, you can spend your money, and they're not going to do this shit to you. Because yeah. this is insane. This is wrong. Um, and, and they should be... Um, yeah. Stoned to death, just like the Bible. I was going to say they should be ashamed, but... Um, no, I think that we should get biblical. Rest assured, uh, Jesus did not like people like this. I believe he uh, he gave what for to a uh, to a tax man one time. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. All so, right, Matt, where can they find us? All right, they can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon... We really got to write this down. Yeah, I'm bad at this. Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio, Radio, Anchor. Anchor. I'm just repeating what you're saying. Audible. <laughs> Audible. Amazon. We're on Amazon Music, right? Did we ever say that? You did, but did that's I? all right. There we go. Amazon Music. You can also get in touch with us using our email, which is... Maincorpsepodcast at gmail.com. And you can get a hold of us on Facebook and on Twitter. Don't try Instagram. We're trash people with Instagram. Listen, I'm a trash panda. I know what I'm about. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, Stay creepy. Stay safe. And don't listen to people that come to your door and try to give you Jesus. And don't get scammed. And don't scam people either. That's wrong. Yeah, or we'll get biblical about it. Yeah. You'll you'll be an episode, and you don't want that. that. My God, that was only vaguely threatening. (laughs) (laughs) Stay creepy, guys. Stay creepy, you weirdos. Bye.